All right, everybody, welcome. Everybody, welcome. Welcome to Mountain Crypto. I'm your host, Shane Ripley, and today we are going to talk about the Amazon blockchain. We are going to talk about what it is, uh, if it's good or bad, um, if it's something you're interested in or not. And also, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency fraud, two separate um, subjects, although I think there's a common link between them. But anyway, uh, welcome everybody on the podcast, welcome everybody on Facebook and YouTube, social media when it gets time for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your support. I'm going to give you some good safety tips, how to be safe today, so stay tuned for that. Um, and, and stay tuned for the Amazon blockchain, we're going to talk about that. I've been really busy and um, having a hard time getting material out every week, at least once a week has been my goal. But uh, we're managing to make it happen. So please forgive me if I do get behind. Um, we just have so much going on in our family that um, my wife actually is not even really super supportive of all the crypto stuff I do aside from what we do personally. But I like to share that with you guys. And I do enjoy getting to meet people on the 18th of May. We will be doing a... Um, presentation, slide presentation. We got handouts on how to be safe, how to get started, get your questions answered and stuff like that here in San Diego County on uh, May 18th, which is a Saturday at 1 p.m. Uh, East County, way out in the lovely little town of Descanso. Plan a day, come on out, um, you know, have breakfast here in Descanso locally in this area. Drive up to Julian, get yourself a pie. It's a, a good time. Um, great for the family too and we keep it real family friendly so you don't have to worry about any of that so let's go ahead and dive right into this also a plug for my website mountaincrypto.net um, just information there if you're techie i've got some items on the link page if you're getting started with coinbase i got a affiliate link there you get 10 extra dollars if you put a hundred dollars in and we got the ledger nano for a hard wallet if you're interested in that. So let's talk about crypto safety first and crypto fraud. I actually um, dug up some information for you this morning. There's been so much on uh, cryptocurrency and the fraud right now. They're saying that it's hit 1.2 billion the first quarter. So there's a lot of scammers out there, you know, and um, they're doing everything they can to remove your money from you um, using all sorts of techniques here. And this article here is, um, it's Reuters, uh, I think it just came out today, you can look that up, cryptocurrency thefts, fraud hits 1.2 billion first quarter, and um, let's see who wrote this, um, Chavez Dreyfus, Gertrude Chavez Dreyfus, so she wrote this article, pretty good article, goes into um, the fraud, it also goes into this um, uh, cipher trace which is uh, tracing the digital losses and um, they're kind of touting you know that the US has more regulatory and that that kind of um, you know prevents some of the the high-end type theft that's going on I don't know if you're familiar with um, what's been going on with uh, Bitfinex and and tether and all that um, really shady activities going on with some of these major cryptocurrencies and then, um, you know, it goes on down to people phishing, you know, where they're trying to get, get you to open an email 
or click a link so that they can download some uh, some evil um, evil stuff and uh, harass you that way. Let me get rid of that one and that one. And then, uh, oh man, what happened here? This was a great article right here. Okay, came back, all right. Um, we're gonna get into that in a minute. This one, here's another fraud case. Cryptocurrency trading. This is what we're talking about, um, kind of thing. But um, there's hundreds of millions of dollars flowing in and out of banks around the world. And uh, just because of all the money in cryptocurrency, people are always looking for some way to, uh, to be able to take your money from you. So what I want to do, um, if you go to my website, mountaincrypto.net, and you email me and ask me for the safety list, I will send you a Word document. And there's no charge for this. It's just free. And um, you can print it out. And there's a lot of different um, safety recommendations there. So um, in the whole outline of our presentation that we give, the Bitcoin 101 is included with that. But you're going to get the wallet pros and cons, um, which ones are more safer, uh, what kind of things you need to do to make them safer, you know, how to be safe with your phones. Because, you know, if you lose your phone, you can get, uh, you, you know, lose all your cryptocurrency if you don't have a way of retrieving that. So you need to make sure that you have copies of everything. And then now what they're doing is people are actually going and um, getting a number and saying, hey, you know, this is my phone number. Like somebody, somebody could do that to me, right? They would go, I, people request to talk to me all the time. Just today I had somebody saying, oh, you know, send me an email. I want you to speak at this event. Well, it could be a scammer, right? So he gets my phone number and then he tries to get maybe a new phone and he gets a new SIM card and he can try to pull up and, and hack into my phone and get all that information. But I've done mine very safe. I've got um, second authenticators. I've got um, all that going on and I don't really keep anything on my phone. Uh, I just m look at the um, Blockfolio, but there's no links to any of my accounts or anything like that. Um, I only have a Coinbase um, basic account there, and I keep very little on there. So it's kind of like if I lost my wallet, you know, I might lose 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something, but they're, they're not going to get anything else. So I'll be able to stop the damage right away. So that's something else to think about with your phone. Don't just throw a bunch of wallets on your phone, because if somebody can get a new SIM card, um, they can take your money. Um, desktops, there's, you know, risk there, but you can get desktop wallets and, uh, it's safer, but you know, you need to be careful on how you use your desktop. I would say if you do have a computer, um, or an older computer, or you can buy, um, one from a trusted person and, uh, that, you know, and get a computer just for your cryptocurrency. If you're going to be doing anything serious, um, besides a few hundred dollars, I would say that's a good idea too. If you can't do that, then definitely get a hard wallet um, or do both. You know, if you're going to be doing some trading, you want to have a really secure computer. And I would just recommend recommend that. Um, your, your wallet, you know, never give your private address. Um, always save a paper backup. Put it in your safe deposit box or fireproof safe. Um, keep, keep two copies of all your information, all your backup information, also, when you have your, um, we'll go into a few other safeties. Two-party authenticator, you can go to the App Store and get the Google Authenticator. It's free. 
There's other ones that are available, but you, you can download that and have that second party authenticator. I have that on my phone, so, um, and then when I get on the computer, I'm having to use two devices, but I, that's a lot safer. Don't use public Wi-Fi. Beware of downloads on your cell phone. If something pops up and says, oh, you need to update this or that, don't do it. Go to the website, double check it. When you go to a website, make sure it says HTTPS. The S is for safety. You want to make sure that you're safe. And then bookmark it. Don't ever open a link in an email or you reading an article, clicking on the link and going right to the site. Never do that. Don't trust them. Um, don't do any updates. Like I said, go to the actual company that you're dealing with. Make sure you're on the right website. Make sure you have HTTPS for secure. Make sure that's the website. Bookmark it. Never use password memory function. Wow, that's asking a lot. Don't do it for your crypto stuff. Absolutely don't do it. Don't use the same password. Very hard to remember all these passwords. You're going to need a notebook to keep those passwords in. You're going to need to make a second copy of that notebook. Don't take pictures of those passwords and those seeds and that notebook and keep them on your phone. Don't email them to yourselves. Don't store them as emails, okay? If you have email um, yourself or pictured yourself, your seeds and your passwords and your accounts, uh, you know, print those out, make two copies each, and then delete them from your devices immediately. Keep your private keys offline. We already talked about that. One computer if possible. We already talked about that. Back up your paper wallet in a safe deposit box or prior proof safe. We talked about that. Don't post or tell anybody how much money in crypto you have. Um, if you're doing like I do and you talk about it a lot, talk in percentages, you know, like um, I have, you know, I have 30% uh, of my money in Bitcoin. I have 20% in Ethereum. I have 50% um, in XYO. And I have, you know, 50% in Skycoin or whatever it is, right? That's how you talk about it. Don't talk about it in dollar figures. Never. Um, we talked about the S in HPPS. Never use a link from email. Never use any links. Beware of mirrored sites, profiles, and people pretending to be me or anybody else that you trust. There are a lot of fraudulent things. Never respond to click links on uh, emails or even, you know, the only sites that are verified is when you go to my, if you're watching me on YouTube right now, those are the links. If you go to my website, mountaincrypto.net, those are the links. Anything else that you see out there, don't trust it. Those are the only verified links that I can, I can guarantee you are me, okay? If somebody tries to sell you something and they say they're me or other pop, you know, more popular people that you would know, don't trust it, okay? Okay. So here's some good news. Some earnings in a bull market um, going up. All right, Grayscale to launch pro Bitcoin ads. I had something here. I don't know where it went. What happened to my Bitcoin? Or, uh, or We're going to go into Amazon now. Let's talk about Amazon. Uh, somehow I lost that, that site. I had it up, but now it seems to be missing in action. So, okay, well, we'll go. Oh, okay, here we go. Amazon. They got the blockchain, right? Everybody gets all excited 
when uh, they hear, you know, oh, JP Morgan, they're, they're getting blockchain. Oh, IBM, they're getting blockchain. Oh, uh, Facebook, they're getting blockchain. They're getting a cryptocurrency. Oh, Amazon, they're getting blockchain. How wonderful. Well, is it wonderful? Um, in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. But um, it really isn't going to affect um, mainstream adoption as far as I'm concerned. And you may want to argue that. But my belief is this is uh, just an effort of big business. You got Facebook, you got Amazon, all these big companies um, to take it away from us. Okay? So when you hear about a company like Square and they are looking at ways that you can accept any kind of cryptocurrency or you know majority of cryptocurrencies or a good amount of cryptocurrencies very quickly and efficiency for payment, then I think, well, that's a good, that's good. I like that. But when I see stuff like this, you know, I kind of, um, I'm very skeptical, okay? So here's Amazon. They are in the blockchain in a big way. They have what is called the Amazon Managed Blockchain. And when they say managed, that doesn't mean centralized. That means decent. That doesn't mean uh, uh, decentralized. That means centralized. They have full control. Um, what they do is they help companies to be able to set up their own blockchain. And they're scalable and they can manage and create these and adjust them any way that they want. This is generally available right now. You can actually purchase it. We'll go look at the website, look at the pricing. They're going to offer it in uh, Northern Virginia first and then expand over the country during the next year. Now, basically what this is, is a business may want a blockchain to be able to do secure things um, that they just don't want on the internet. Okay, so because it's immutable, because they can set up these smart contracts, because they have this ledger, um, it's very good for businesses. So the problem I have with, with this is that, you know, they still are going to be able to access your information. Okay, and um, even though they're kind of presenting it as, oh, it is, you know, it is centralized because you can change this or you can change that or you can adjust this or you can adjust that. Um, they still, <laughs> you're still allowing the company to have possession of your information. And um, I, I just, I'm not real big on it. But this is what it is. Um, there are companies right now, like Skycoin, where you can have your own blockchain. Um, you can set it up the way you want. You can have smart, smart ca uh, contracts and stuff. Uh, much more affordable than what Amazon or IBM or any of these are doing. So if you are a business and you're looking into a managed blockchain, I would say check out Skycoin. Um, talk to them because um, that is going to be much more affordable. All right. So in a press release, Amazon told uh, businesses that they can quickly set up a blockchain supporting AW accounts. Um, AW accounts are the Amazon managed blockchain is what it is. And with a few clicks of the AWS management console, Okay, I'm sorry, AWS is the management console, and AMB is the Amazon managed blockchain. So the console is what they have, and they're the ones that are managing that, okay? And then the managed blockchain part of it is the part that you can switch certain things on and off, and we'll talk about that. So um, you can use the Ethereum or Hyperledger fabric, and the fruit of the combined efforts of IBM and the Linux Foundation which is part of the Hyperledge project, has turned part of IBM blockchain performance as a service offering. 
Notably though, Ethereum isn't actually supported yet. But uh, they say they might add that uh, down the line, maybe in a year or so. They're not given an exact date, okay? Um, and the, the representatives of Amazon are not um, elaborating on that anymore, but they are willing to pitch the advantages of the Hyperledger fabric versus Ethereum. So they're already saying it's better. So don't even worry about it. Just, uh, just use our blockchain. Don't worry about Ethereum. Screw that, right? So they said that their hyper fabric is suited for where there's stringent privacy, permission controls with a known set of members. They give the example of an application where there's uh, sensitive information shared only with select banks. And that's in contrast to Ethereum, which use situations and transparency is all members are um, key and the blockchain network needs to be highly distributed. Um, so I guess he's just saying because it's a bigger network, more people could potentially get to the information. I don't know. I mean, if the information is, is secured, it's secured, right? Um, and then another example is customer loyalty. A blockchain network would allow any retailer in the network to identify and verify a user's activity across all members to redeem benefits. So again, they're pimping out your information um, on their blockchain. That's basically what that means, okay? Um, customers can choose their preferred framework. They can set it up. They can figure these nodes and the processes that these transactions um, would request, and the managed blockchain takes care of that. Well, it's almost as bad as having the kids here. <laughs> anyway, um, the blockchain takes care of the rest. The blockchain network can span multiple AWS accounts, which, again, that's part of their uh, blockchain. It can configure software security, network settings, so says their press release. So AMB, which, let me get this straight again, AMB is the Amazon blockchain, and then the AWS is the managed console. So the AMB supports thousands of applications running millions of transactions, and it also provides those... Uh, customers with the Amazon Quantum Ledger database when companies want to perform additional analysis. So it's basically spy on you. <coughs> so that's my opinion. Um, the blockchain technology allows, they, they make it clear that, that they don't want to confuse their blockchain with cryptocurrency um, because blockchain is really uh, just a function that allows cryptocurrency but it doesn't necessarily have to be cryptocurrency. So they're not really looking at accepting cryptocurrency per se or running any kind of cryptocurrency on it. And uh, sounds like they're already pitching that, you know, their, their system and their database is much more better than Ethereum. So uh, I'd be surprised if they even use it. Okay, um, so the centralized nature of Amazon's fully managed service um, is uh, you know definitely at odds with the decentralized promise of blockchain, and um, they have a representative that explained to VentureBeat here in, a, in an email interview. There's various ways individuals can maintain maintain control. They said each customer owns their own membership and has a copy of the data and the ability to endorse transactions or not. So they can make decisions. Um, he claims he uses the word they can achieve consensus and have ownership. 
And what Amazon brings to the table is assurance that the applications will be highly available, scalable, tolerant, and allows customers to build enterprise-grade applications that leverage the key properties of the blockchain on top of the Amazon Managed Control Council, or the Managed Console, excuse me. So that's kind of what it is. Um, it, it's, it's just allowing people to document and, and do uh, transmit and record activity and, and do, do it in a secure way and uh, you know have letters of credit that are there. They say that they can get the credit uh, approved very quickly. Uh, usually takes like 10 days. This is something that through international boundaries can be done almost uh, you know just very very quickly. They don't say how quickly but it could just happen probably almost instantly, right? If all the information's already there, okay? Um, so they have no word on the timeline for other service rollouts, but the pricing information is available on the Amazon Managed Blockchain page. So we can go look at that right now. Here it is. Um, you go to uh, HTTPS, semicolon backslash backslash, aws.amazon.com slash managed hyphen blockchain slash pricing slash and it'll take you right there you can go see the membership prices um, on-demand node pricing per node pricing data written data transfer charges and um, they give an example here on a two-member test network and you know 60 cents per hour on membership cost node two members 0.068 per hour peer-to-peer -peer. i mean this is going to add up very quickly so i think it's going to be pretty expensive to you know to have this service and to have their hand in it you know i'm sure there is like all kinds of uh you know, disclaimers and, and things like that. I didn't, I didn't really look for uh, what the disclaimers are, but maybe we can take a quick peek and see if they have anything. Um, you have to have this AWS account first. And uh, here's a privacy notice. You may unsubscribe anytime, but uh, they have a privacy data how they use information. Aha, see, so it's even in connection with this AWS account. So it says, oh, it says the privacy notice does not apply to the content processed, stored, or hosted by our customers using AWS offering in connection with the AWS account. See management governing your AWS account, AW privacy fact answers and questions. Let's go look at that real quickly. Hopefully it'll pop up. Okay, here we are. So, they do have it here. They monitor. Um, they have security. It, they will release information when required to do so. Unless it's illegal. Security assurance. Okay, so it looks like they have third-party independent assessments here. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's 100% privacy here, you know? I mean, probably more than than a lot of things. Definitely they don't want your business information getting out, but 
Um, I, I don't know, guys. I wouldn't do it. There's other, there's other things out there. Having a big name like Amazon and IBM behind it is definitely going to be more tempting to a company when they go through their risk management procedure. Um, I'm sure more companies are going to sign up with a service like this than go deal with a smaller company, you know, that is doing it like Skycoin. But they are getting a lot of interest around the world, and um, it is uh, um, you would own your own information if you own your own node and you have it yourself and you're not paying another company for it. So, well, that's about it, guys. Uh, I can't think of anything else brilliant to tell you. It's a beautiful day here in San Diego, a little bit of clouds. The fruit is popping up on our trees. Very nice. We're going to be very busy. Come on out and see us on the uh, 18th. Go to the website, mountaincrypto.net. And with that, I'm your host, Shane Ripley. Over and out as soon as I get all this stuff turned off. In live feed. And goodbye.